Welcome to the Real Triathlon Podcast. I'm your host, Garrick Lowen, here with Nicholas Chase and Jackson Lund. Welcome back to the Real Triathlon Podcast. We got the three of us here today. We are going to be previewing Ironman Montreal Blanc because it is a big race for us. And Jackson's defending champ. Nick's going there to take his title. And Tamara <laughs> is going there to win the women's race. But before that, I would just like to say that I'm recording this podcast sitting in my love sack. And it is the most cool thing ever. This is not an ad. I'm just, we were just talking about it prior to the podcast. Like these things are amazing. Yeah. Um, how odd that we are, you know, have a partner who's a furniture company. Most importantly, the reason why is because I've had them for like three or four years prior to this year. And uh, then I got divorced and then I lost it. It went, it went bye-bye. So then I was like, how can I get another free love sack? And so here we are. We now everybody on the team has them. So they, they showed up, but honestly we sought these guys out because they make legit luxuriously plush recovery centers. Jackson, I think you even like it enough because you post on it randomly. Yeah. I, uh, I even, whenever I can actually get in it and my wife lets me have a turn, it's <laughs> real. Amazing, so. Um, but yeah, good call. Good plug, Garrick. I'm glad we got to talk about that, but it is father's day and I'm, uh, you guys are going to be fathers soon. I heard. What? <laughs> no. Well, Jack, Jack's going to be a father soon, but I'm a father to a dog and a cat. So I take that very seriously. <laughs> yes, you should. What did they get you for father's day? Um, Coda, uh, barked a lot today to let me know that it's father's day and <laughs> say happy father's day. He took a glittery dump in the backyard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, we uh, we do triathlon, so let's let's talk a little bit about that, I guess. Uh, 70.3 Montreal Blanc. Garrick, you haven't had a chance to do this race yet, have you? I have not. It's just never worked out because of the pandemic, really. And then... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, wait, I never have either, for frig's sakes. I'm, but you've wait. been there before, haven't you? No, I've never even... Never have been. Oh, man. Never have I ever. That's it's one of the best ones, bud. You're gonna like her for sure. We're gonna that. have to drive the course. We're gonna have to just do the fun stuff that you do there, which is just now, I guess douse yourself up. in gravy and French fries and poutine. Eat some beaver tails, you know. Like I heard those are really good though. For real, I'll try beaver tails. Oh yeah, it's real good. And every year I'm like, I'm gonna take the gondola thing to the top of the mountain, and I never have. So maybe we should actually do that this year. Yep. I'm going to hold you to it. I'm going to even video it for the, for the YouTube channel. Yeah. Well, that'd be good because we're going to have all kinds of video going on. I got Greg McFadden's going to be getting some video of me, I guess, for his um, YouTube channel. He'll probably get all of us. And so he'll follow us around a bit. My sister will be there getting video. There's probably Ooh, other videos going on. I can on. bring minimal gear then. Well, yeah, I guess so. Probably not. Can't trust. Last time you're, what is you said sister, right? Yeah, she just got a new camera, but it's nothing like your setup. Well, last time your sister sent me some video, it was all out of focus and jittery. <laughs> but yeah, I could use, probably. I could use most of it. She did a good job. I'm just chirping her for no reason. <laughs> no, it's uh, 
taking a good video is not an easy thing to do. I've learned this. Um, anyways, back I to the race. doing it because I just am like, I don't want to learn this. Fuck this. I'm, I'm out of here. Yeah, we know. <laughs> so back to Tremblant. Um, the start list, we've pulled it up. For the men's side, we have numero uno, which is uh, Spanish for number one, uh, Jackson Schlondry. And they spelt it Schlondry. I don't know why. And then they got Lionel Landers. They must have mixed it up. He's number two, Brent McMahon. McMohan, or how do you say it? McMahon? I'm just kidding. I know. Brent McMahon, Eric Lagerstrom, who I can confirm will not be there unless really? he, well, he, so I guess maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm not supposed to tell anybody. Um, he was supposed to send me something and I was like, oh, don't worry. I'll just pick it up from you in friggin' Tromblant. He's like, nope, not going. I got, I don't know if this is allowed to be said either, but he got into the PTO Edmonton. That's sick. Well, yeah, of course he did. He qualified. Yeah. Okay, good. So he's into that. Um, and then number five, Cody Beals had just one Eagle man a couple weeks or last weekend. Taylor Reed, um, what was he, fourth? Yep. Fourth at Eagle Man. Hunter Lucy, he raced. I saw, I don't know where, but he raced somewhere. Um, Nicholas Chase, Jason Pohl, and I don't know. Just skipped Andre Lopez. He just gets second at Ironman. He's not on there. He's not on here. Looking at him. Did they just update it? I've got the latest and the greatest. Okay, so so he's not there either. Okay. Yeah, it goes six, eight, and eleven. So he's probably in there somewhere. Oh, and Metzler was on there too, and he's not on there anymore. Hmm. Interesting. Well, at least these guys are pulling out. Yeah, we can get our uh, our one-two punch again, Nick. Like Ecuador. I'm gonna have to beat up Lionel Sand. Like I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> what if <laughs> that did, that little sequence didn't sound too good there <laughs> yeah i was i was thinking about this the other day it's gonna make sense um what if in t1 and t2 it was like full contact was allowed <laughs> like like you could shoulder you because i was watching hockey i'm watching the stanley cup playoffs and i was like oh my god our sport is missing some shoulder checks into the wall so what if we could incorporate that into t1 or t2 well, that's already part of the swim in- in my head right now, I'm thinking, you know, when you play like bump in basketball and you just like yeah. launch someone's ball like in a completely different direction. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing Nick running through T1 right now, just like throwing everybody's helmets. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Um, so I don't know the rest of the names on the list. Francis Martin, does anyone know that gentleman? Uh, the, a lot of these are going to be Canadian guys who are like, oh, I'll jump into a pro race. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, there's know. some Canadians on here who've raced quite oh, a bit who've been solid. Um, I know, I know Martin. Okay. There's there's Brennan Smith. He's had you know some solid races. We've raced with him a couple times. He's a really good swimmer. Oh, Antoine. Bro, he's on there, is he? Antoine oh. Francoeur. Oh no, that yeah, Antoine Francoeur. He's a not Antoine Jolly Coeur de Roche, who's a really good swimmer. Antoine yeah. Francoeur, I think, is a bit of a slower swimmer, but they have him as American. I thought he was Canadian. Yeah, he's Canadian. No, that's wrong. that one up. But anyways, it's the good old Canadian Championship. Plus, you usually get one or two solid Americans. So Nick, that's gonna have to be you, because no more Schlagerstrom. Yep, I'm gonna be the anchor American. There you go. Just <laughs> ruining our Canadian only podium party. <laughs> Whatever, rude. <laughs> um, okay, women's start list. Also, a couple names we recognize. Hopefully, you all recognize a few more. Looks like. Uh, there's quite there's maybe half per usual of the of the depth or field total. 
Flora Duffy coming in at number one for the women, 35 on the bib. And I haven't heard much from Flora this year. Have you? Well, she had COVID. She was going to race. Was it Oceanside or? That's, yeah. Chattanooga. I, I think it was Chattanooga, and then she got COVID. So hopefully she's feeling good and ready to roll. Um, she, obviously, if she races, she's going to be the favorite. Tamara, our girl, is real Tim solid, Tim. obviously, and she's uh, number two on the list. So it's yeah, a good so course for her. Flora it is. She's, she likes the hills. Flora is, um, from what I heard, she's not feeling. She wasn't feeling hundred percent. She raced in Leeds, and she actually got dropped on the bike. Uh, and she Ooh. finished, I think, eighth or so. And for this race, from speculation, so she's on the start list for Montreal the day before the WTS WTCS race, the World Championship race, World what? Series race, or whatever. Yeah. I guess whoever's going to so, pay her more to show up. So she might do both. <laughs> I can see her doing both because she's probably like, look, I just need points to get into like Collins Cup or something like that, right? Yeah. Just, yeah, I think she wants a world spot. Yeah. You can do both. Okay. So we'll yeah. see. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. It would be tough for her to race real well the next day, but even just with how good she is, I wouldn't be totally shocked if she still comes out and like wins or comes podium at least. Yeah. She's next level. Um, Tamara also having a great race at Eagle Man, um, running her way into second place. What was she off the bike? Like sixth or seventh, or was it longer than further back? It was a little further back, I think, but she was like, there was a few girls pretty close, like just ahead of her. And then, then it was like big gaps and she obviously where she ran 114, which is just like, it's almost kind of weird to me how little people are even like talking about this. Like, obviously yes. she's not winning the race. So like she has, but she didn't win the race. So that didn't get mentioned too much, but 114, like no one is close. Like if you look Nobody. at the top list of times in female 70.3 runs, she has like, seven of the top eight or something stupid like it's or whatever like i'll go look at it right now because i'm curious but she has all the best times pretty much yeah tamra um, is in the next few years now that and this is her first year going like all in with you know the sport and not working as much so actually i think she's still working quite a bit but i mean the fastest female 7.3 runner for sure proven yeah it's pretty unreal um, um but you, um, while you're looking that up, um, uh, next we've got Melanie McQuaid, who is still out there slamming her. Just great attitude. Um, she has been around quite a while in the sport, so just always great seeing her out there on course. And, you know, her smile and her energy is pretty solid, too. Um, Allie Brower, next. She's, I think, a newer pro. I've actually seen her a lot on, like, Blue 70 content stuff because I think she's sponsored by them. Um, but she's – you know, young, young up and comer, Pamela Ann. Well, good luck, Nick. <laughs> Michelle, yeah, same thing. I love, I love listening to Americans try to pronounce French words. It's Wait, hilarious. okay, but Bachelier, no, Bachelier, no, er at the end is like a Bachelier, Bachelier. Well, just stop trying. No, yeah. but you can get the last part. <laughs> Saint Saint Pierre. Saint Perrier. <laughs> nice. Saint Pierre. Okay. Anyways, um, Danae Morris. Dana, is that a French Canadian name? 
I don't think so. AE, like silent. Danny. So it's Dan. No. <laughs> now you're just thinking too much. Rachel, Rachel Olson will be there. Um, Do you think she's going to be carrying uh, momentum from Andre from her boyfriend, Andre Lopez's massive performance last weekend? I think so. I mean, how could it not? That was inspiring, even by our standards. I think he just, just did so well. So proud of Andre. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it wasn't that much of a shock, really, with how he's been improving like crazy the last, like, basically this year. Like, it's been nuts. Yeah. He either gets heat stroke or he's like on the podium. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> but he's getting a hold of her. That's awesome. Um, Ginger Howell, another new up and comer. Amanda Wenderhoff and Basso. Sarah Bishop, who races a lot. Um, she's I've hung out with her personally. Super cool chick. I don't know anybody else though. Anyone? Do you know anyone? The Chile, there's a, two Chileans. They might, I bet they're dating. There's a Chilean man and a Chilean woman. Maybe they odds, are. Maybe they aren't. Odds that they're dating? Anyone? Um, I don't know. Like, I'm going to say 30%. I'm going to say 80% of Chile, the time. though, yeah. Like, Chile going up to Montremont. You've got to be literally, like, is there a worse, tougher travel to do pretty much? Like, I guess you could go Chile to, like, Russia. That'd be about uh, it. Yeah, that well, might be bad. Well, I can tell you that just freaking Florida to Chile was about really to murder me. So, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I went down to Argentina, which isn't as far, but it's from Toronto, and it was like a twelve-hour straight flight or something stupid. Yeah. But I'm imagining that they're not. Maybe they're just spending, you know, the season up in North America racing and stuff. Um, but yeah, Felipe so, Vanda Wingard. He's been in a ton of these races, so he's well, probably just hanging around in the states. So Jackson, um, I know this is going to happen. So I think we need to talk about it here first. Jackson, you've won, you've dominated this year. You've been incredible, but I still feel like everyone's going to be like, the Lionel's, you know, favorite. What the fuck? Yeah, well, I mean, he probably is. I'd say. If you look at the stats, I mean, it's a solo race. There's no like. No, like there's gonna be more solo sort of grind on the bike. There's not gonna be like a huge lead pack or anything. Hilly bike, Lionel's won there like five times. Like he, we have raced a bunch of times. He's beat me every time but one. So it is probably but, odds in his favor. But I really do think I can beat him. Like I, it's not like a, it's not gonna be a landslide either way. Let's just say that. How like, are you? How are you gonna do it? Bike or the run? Well, you got to do both. Like you can't, you know. I've got to back myself on the bike. Like I've been riding really well. And in training, I've been really riding well the last couple of weeks. So I, I'm not just going to sit and wait for him on the bike. Like I think I can really ride fast and potentially hold him off. And then if well, I don't, you're going to be coming out of the water with Cody, right? So yes, do you think you and Cody, if you and Cody can Garrett, stay away from Lionel, even like 60 seconds, 90 seconds, the game over, right? Garrett, you froze on us. But we, uh, we think we got I, we got it. It all zoomed it up on us. Yeah, if we can get, if we can stay away. But the problem is, I'll I, be there too, you bastard. I could swim with Cody and Jackson. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting <laughs> well, you're doing this race. I in my head, it's only Canadians doing this race. Here's uh, the thing, Cody's. I don't think gonna really try to be aggressive on the bike because he's just gonna be like, "Well, fuck you, Jackson. You won this race, and I'll let you do it all." Yep. And so I'm Me gonna. Too. 
Like, <laughs> that's what I'm more. That's what I'm thinking. Is people are just gonna be like, "Fuck you, you can do it all." But I would appreciate a little bit of assistance <laughs> here and there, like a nice little five minute, just just for me to take a mental break on Jackson. Yeah. We're gonna go. You and I. We're gonna go. Ricky Bobby and Cal Norton Jr. Just like we did in Ecuador. I'm gonna blow myself up as much as possible, so you can blow yourself up as much as possible too. That's perfect. That's all I want. That's all I'm asking. So we do that. We go as hard as we can to the turn. Get to the U-turn. It's about 30K in or so. You take the U-turn. You see where Lionel's at. You say, all right, he's 58 <laughs> seconds back. We kill ourselves again to the next U-turn. Do it again. And just you just got to go for it because... I've got nothing to lose at this race. I've already got my 70.3 spot. I do want to get good points, so I do have that to lose. But fuck it. Let's just do it. But the best way to get good points is to, like... Be as close to the front as you can. So, like, well, yeah, I got to run though. You bike hard, you get off the bike where you can. And, but the, here's the thing the last like 8K is like almost all downhill. There's, it's like, there's Ooh. a couple ups, but it's like a downhill descent pretty much. So, Perfect. you're going to get some recovery. And like, that's, that's key is you can get your heart rate down in the last 10 minutes. That helps a ton. You all know, right. e- Ecuador 2.0. Somewhat. Yeah. But we'll do it. It'll be awesome. Anyways, that's the thing. If he catches me on the bike, I'm not letting him go. That's like, I'm just not. Ooh, it's bold not statement. So uh, he might get away, but I'm not letting him get away. I'm not going to oh. see him on the run, but I'm going to try as hard as I can. And I really don't think he's like, if he's stronger than me on the bike, it's not by that much to where I think I should be able to hang with him. Um, yeah. 10 meters is pretty forgiving. Yeah, like okay, it gets hard at times, but then there's other times it's not that hard. So, yeah, um, that's kind of like. And then I've obviously you gotta run with him. Like he's he's gonna run one ten no matter what. Like it's hilly, who cares? He's gonna run one ten. So that's yeah, what I gotta do so. I think he ran one ten up uh, Mount Lemon. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the weather's gonna be like. Let's see. He's coming off altitude, so like, let's talk about that. Is he gonna be like insanely Ooh. fit? Yeah, I mean, there's, or, you know, altitude, if you don't self-regulate really well, you can end up just following a plan and driving her in a little too much and recovery takes twice as long. So he could be in the well. He could be like, the thing is, I mean, I watch all his YouTube because I think it's really entertaining and interesting and, you know, whatever, i just enjoy it. But he's doing some crazy shit. Like his training's fucking hard. It's really hard. And like, it could be too hard. Like who knows? He's, you know, he's at 7,000 feet and he was doing like a four, what was it? A four hour ride and like three hour ride and an hour, like and a half run. And they both had like a ton of work in it, like two hours, 15 minutes of work on the bike. And he dropped down on the run to different altitude, lower altitude. Not by too much though. And he did six by three K like between Ironman pace and, and 70.3 pace, which is 18K of work. Like, that's draining. And yeah, he even says in the video, it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's like, this is a risk to train this hard, and you just have to see. But he's, I mean, he's smart. He's They're testing all lactate. He's keeping himself within his zones. So Jeez. I wouldn't be shocked if he has, like, another level after that camp. We'll see. I mean, it's crazy to see that the massive changes he does that haven't worked. So this could be the first one that does. Well, I think it already has shown that it is like, well, yeah, for sure. That's true. I mean, what he did at Ironman world champs and St. George was freaking unreal. Yeah, it was, it was pretty nuts. Um, obviously his, 
his ocean side was good still. I mean, he well, yeah, ride hard Came because back. He, he ran out of nutrition or whatever. But um, and then in last year, even he was racing well after the coaching um, change. So, well, hey, let's not forget about Brent McMahon. I mean, dude is just yeah, legacy strong. Yeah, he's I he just doesn't seem to be slowing down. Like if he can hang in there on the bike, which is possible, um, you don't know what he can pull off on the run. Like he could run a pretty strong, like one twelve or better. So yeah, he's, a, um, he's a, he's a bro. You're going to have to just ride really hard and hope that he just can't Oops hang himself. on with it. But also if he like, if he like pulls out a win out of his butt at like 42 <laughs> or whatever he is, that would be kind of unreal. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be pretty awesome. I don't even think I'd be mad. I'd just be like, this is awesome. And we're due for having him back on the podcast again. So yeah. Old man, listen to this Brent, which was about a 0.1% chance. We want you back on the podcast soon. Even if you don't win trauma, because that's how we roll. Um, also another fun fact about that podcast with old man, Brent, um, that he's dubbed himself that by the way, um, we're not ripping on him. So I coached this gentleman, uh, his, his instant Instagram is like, purple haze or i am purple haze. Oh, you coach that guy yeah he's, he's crazy <laughs> guy's nuts he's it's nuts. awesome uh, but he's like the reason why i like him so much um even you like you can't take him in public because he's crazy um and he'll dance and do something but he's unapologetically himself and i think that that is he's one of the most authentic people in that expression and he also like is still like living in the 80s like when trot when like Mark Allen was running with bananas in his back pocket, like this is what Purple Haze still does. Anyways, he told me just the other day, he's like, "There's no other podcast, other podcast I listen to on my long treks because he's in his car all the time." He's like, he only listens to us. He's listened to Brett McMahon episode like five or six times. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's unreal. I love it. He's like, I always find out me. new info. He picked me for the win for I think seventy point three worlds. Like, I this saw guy's that. the best, and it, I. I love his reasoning. He's like, man, he, he still have more in the tank at Oceanside. I think he's going to get even fitter. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I can. So yeah, he, he likes you a lot. Yeah. He's, he respects the hell out of you. That's sick. Well, he's a, he's a beauty. His, his social media is pretty funny. If you want to follow him. <laughs> he still has no idea how to use it properly. He'll listen to this episode too. It's like the same videos reposted from three months ago. And there's like three of the same videos in a row. <laughs> Slams he's probably gonna be so fired up that we put this in and talked about it on you the better show. Be. It's gonna be and, sick. And he also like his biggest thing he always asked me to do, and so I'll do it. Um, he has like he's he does a lot of charity work, uh challenge athlete foundation uh for Iron Man. You could go to his uh, at I am purple haze, you could donate to him, and he's just trying to raise some money. So if anyone's feeling like they want to donate five or five thousand dollars, just go head on over there. <laughs> Nice. That's awesome. What a good old boy. Well, Garrick, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. I think he fell asleep. So, Garrick, you have some questions about Montreal How it's going to play okay. out? What do you, what yes. do you want? Yes. I have something to talk about. So, we've <laughs> kind of talked about every Canadian, or we went through the start list, and it's like mostly Canadians, and it's really a lot of the top guys like that I'm looking at. Um, the only guy that's like there's really i'm i'm pretty sure i'm the only canadian not on the start list so oh, here's sure. my question is is why can't oh yeah lauren's not on here lauren nelson but my question is why can't 
Tri-Can just be like, okay, this is the Triathlon Canada Elite Long Course National Championships. Is that, does that exist? No. no, it doesn't. And it should. I don't understand why it doesn't. So what would you exist. propose like, that that means? Would they like fund something or? Or at least give out a freaking trophy to say you're national champion. That'd be I fun. got you. Well, you know what I mean? if like, nothing else, Motron Blanc, Motron Blanc gives the best trophy ever. Um, so like that's the size cool, of you. It's not nothing. It's nothing to do with the actual Canadian thing, but yeah, I like, think that'd be sick. I mean, it's yeah, not official. Like Everybody have, knows it's a Canadian championship. Right? I know, but it's not like titled that. Like, we have a short course national championships that's not that's just like a continental cup every year, and that doesn't freaking pay out at all. I think it's like twelve dollars for the win. So, like, why can't we just have, like, national championship medals to say, like, I was the long course national champion this year? Let's you just – like, Why don't we have that? Let's why make don't sure we it's... have that for – like, we don't even have that for our provincial our provincial governing body for elite. Like, freaking Barrelman could be the elite, you know, one. Nah, yeah, like, long like, course guys, championship. there's just nothing like... more depressing than hearing Canadians bitch. Americans should have their own one too, but they have like 80 half, so they don't even know what to pick. They're like, Whoa. no, <laughs> what I've been trying to say is North American championship needs to go to Tromblant. Yeah, I agree. That it would should. solve your problems. Yeah. Canada's never going to care. Actually, about- it would, Can- Canadians would probably complain because we'd be like, oh, all the Americans are here now and it's <laughs> just supposed to be our yeah. race. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> let us have this one thing. You have have a couple things. You got hockey, poutine. You got uh, Saskatchewan, and uh, that's not a thing that you want to have. That's just a thing that you have to have. You have it. I feel bad if there's a listener from Saskatchewan. I'm sure it's a great place. Uh, And you have you have beards as well. So like you got oh plaid. Let's say red plaid, checkered plaid. Yeah, that's the you know good old country boys um but yes i agree with you garrick however i don't think any of the other countries do that i mean i shouldn't say that i'm, I'm sure somewhere does it um there'd be like a lot of national championships well they should all do it yeah, they, they like do. we have it we have it for age group and stuff we don't have it for pros i, I don't understand triathlon canada does not care about long course pros that's the thing and either i don't know, I know. If triathlon I don't usa think... does either no i don't care about like USAT doesn't do anything with pro Ironman athletes or long course athletes, but it doesn't make it right. Sure. Well, okay. I know Garrick's lobbying for this because next year he's going to be fit AF for trauma and it's yeah. going to be like a freak day. It's going to be like four degrees and he's going to love it. And he's going to probably win. So Garrick, but also all the other sports do it. Like track and field has it cross country has it cycling has it. Well, there's like Swimming a billion to one athletes of track and field versus triathlon it's not on the pro side oh yeah you're probably right garrick next year what are your plans are you gonna go get a full-time job are you gonna do a half-time job what's the deal yeah which or what's your wife want you to do (laughs) yeah because that's Uh, a real answer (laughs) (laughs) well i think i mean i have to go for it next year i can't yeah it's like you know I have just never had a chance to really go for it long course. And once we get this shit out of the way, I feel like I have to go for it. 
I'm gonna be 28. It'd be time to fucking jump in the Ironman. All right, I gotta get, gonna get cut. athletes on this roster who don't get fucking injured every six weeks. I know. This year, editing editing the Lisa podcast is just her talking about injuries. Well, that was her life story in triathlon thus far. Yeah. I mean, she's had a good year until she got injured again. Yeah. So, but... well, Nick, you've got me. I either go big or go home with the injuries. So, you know. Yeah. So far, I've been home for a while. Yeah. So, what else is going on in the world of sport? Oh, yeah, well, I'll tell you. Canadian Grand Prix, guys. I just watched that today. Thought of you the whole time. I didn't watch it. What monster? Canadian Grand Prix. What is that? F one. Formula One. F one. If you look, I at... did hear though that Lance Lance Stroll got like scored points, which is pretty good for him. First, first ever. Yeah. If you look at the pro calendar, the same weekend that we're talking about Tromblon, there's about 40 other races. Really? Which By ones? 40, I mean, they don't like, matter because they're not awesome. the de facto Canadian champs. Well, they're Rudy Von Berg's first full. Uh, full. And I think there's a race like everywhere in the world. Let's see. There's my God, you're Ironman right. France, 70.3 Mont Tromblon, Ironman Frankfurt, um, which is. That's weird. It's a women's pro race and a men's pro race, but for the men's pro, it's a European championship. Yeah, because the women's European championships was in Hamburg. I didn't know. And then there's Elsinore 70.3 European championship, 70.3 Switzerland, and 70.3 Luxembourg, all the same day. You sure? Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Switzerland and Luxembourg are this weekend. My bad. Only those other four are the same day. So, yeah, we got four races the same day, and then the following weekend, Ecuador but and or Austria. Which ones are pro races? Ecuador? All the ones I just Ecuador's said. at the weekend after. Trump, yeah, two weeks after. after. So we really... wanted to go to it, but we just don't have enough freaking days in the year. Yeah, I am so bummed not to go to Ecuador after the hospitality and love support, but 2023, we will have to go back. Do you guys think um, that the pro races are kind of leveling out now? Yes. Like we saw like this huge spike and everything was stupid competitive. And now they've come back down, not quite to the level that they were at, but they've definitely settled so. down. I think the first half of the year or the first probably 10 or 15 races of the year are always going to be like that from here on out. Cause everyone's no tr- options. Like I don't yeah. get it. Like we just said there, there's two weekends in a row where just Ironman brand has four race options two weekends in a row that in the first like three months of the year there's like one race every three weeks that's your option like it's not even it's not even comparable so it's like of course they're gonna be competitive and it's not necessarily a problem but it'd be nice if they just like spread these out so that it's kind of like throughout the year more options um i don't really know why they make the summer like june sort of like time have so many but um i think i know why because usa has kids out of school well everywhere has kids out of school isn't it well yeah so i mean that's probably like summer break so parents can actually go race and do more sure yeah no i get it i just i guess they're just putting the pro races pretty much at kind of like most of the events they have and they're not really thinking about the time of year too much but no they don't um, give a shit they're like uh where's the coldest and hottest and let's put the majority of the pros there 
The coldest and hottest. <laughs> well, Trom Law is a good one. It's usually like cool in the morning and then like 20 by the end. It's like nice. It's oh, not that's real nice. That's 68 Fahrenheit, Nick. No, I know what 20 is for friggin' sakes. Yeah, you lived in Europe for a while, didn't you? I know wow. all of this, the kilometers per hour. Sort of. Well, anywho, we're going to crush this freaking race, and I want to really go beat the old Lionel, and I'm sure other people do too. So, and I, I just mean, want you guys to have an honest, good toe-to-toe. Like, we've seen more toe-to-toe racing this year than ever, and I'd love to see are they? Did you know if they're doing a live broadcast of this race? No live. fucking sucks. Uh, uh, um, but... Also, shouldn't be forgotten, Cody's freaking racing really well, and that bastard's really fit right now. So oh, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he's in that mix. Nick's going to be up there on the bike, and he's going to pull a 110 out of his I got a good run. Days. I've had surprisingly the most tired I've ever been, but most mediocre output of my I've ever been. So I think me being super tired and have mediocre output means I'm getting double benefits. Okay. So once I recover, I'm going to be double strong. So taper's already started um yeah. cody by the way one eagle man he did a 30k run day on i think it was like the tuesday before yeah, the race I saw that. and then on the wednesday he did like a four-hour day and then he wins the race on sunday so he he was smart i think because he knew he still could win on potentially win on that and then he's going to be using that fitness into Tremblant. so man he is coming back so hard this year and i'm so freaking amped yeah it's pretty stellar, but yeah. Um, and then you know, Tamara's gonna do Tamara. Her her she's legs gonna do gonna... her thing where she just runs probably mark my words, she's gonna run 114, even though it's a hilly tough run course. Still gonna run 114. Um, and she'll probably run six, seven minutes faster than the next fastest female. Flores real fast though on the run. Well, typically when she's I... Yeah, man. But she doesn't really win. Well, she's fast. Yeah, like she could totally run like one eighteen. But if she's racing the day before and stuff, I mean, yeah, who knows? Who knows? She even goes. But so, uh, um, what else is going on? Anything special in your lives? New uh, gear, products, clothing options? You still dressing like a gym teacher? What's up? I found an unreal open water swim location on the east side of Michigan with an actual clean lake. Whoa! Unbelievable. How far from you? Uh, it's about like 25 minutes from here. Nice. What's it called? Yeah. Called it's Dump called Pond Trout Lake. Lake. <laughs> Trout yeah. Lake. It's called Trout Lake. It's in Island Lake Recreation Area. So anyone on the east side of Michigan knows where that is. But And you like hike into it kind of like half a mile. And it was unreal. You could see the bottom the whole way. Oh, it's that's so about beautiful. Seven, 700 yards across. So about 650 meters across. Um, and there were like multiple people this swimming there uh like swimmers actual swimmers not can you please bring a gopro get in your way and yeah one of these days i'll have to do it and i I was like am i actually on like the east side of michigan right now what's it spring fed or something it must be it's got to be it was but it was it was 76 i think today like no wetsuit it was perfect that doesn't sound even plausible yeah i know crazy it's uh unbelievable so the thing about open water swimming for me is like the cleanliness of the water changes how much I enjoy it by like 
such an insane amount. Like if it's like beautiful water like that, I love open water swimming. If it's Guelph Lake and you can't see your hand in the water in front of you, oh. I'm like, it's just, it's not even that it grosses me out. It's just like, I just don't like it. It just doesn't, I don't enjoy it. It's something weird going yeah. on. Maybe my body telling me that I shouldn't be in this cesspool. Remember when I we agree. swam up at 7,000 or no, 9,000 feet oh. at God. dirty lake and it was like swimming through chopped up broccoli because it was so weedy <laughs> it was so much plant matter in that water it was like it you could literally feel it sometimes you take a stroke and you just like grab a handful of just like garbage oh. it was the shallowest little disgusting pond it like it was probably pretty nice in like june but it had just like evaporated down to like nothing except oh God. nastiness and a little bit of water and it was like 200 meters Leslie almost had a panic attack. <laughs> it was cold too. Yeah, it was cold because it was, I think it was at like 10,000 feet. Like it was higher <laughs> than where we were. And like you take like two strokes and you're like suffocating. It was, and we're just, like, we don't feel like driving 30 minutes to go to the normal lake. We're going to drive 20 minutes to go to this fucked up lake. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And getting in, it was like your feet were sinking eight inches into the mud, like walking in. It was oh, just yeah. bad. Oh. And the, now, once you come to St. George, you'll see it. Um, the lagoon we live on is just unreal open water swim. That's that sick. Man-made, chlorinated. It's 350 I see you meters. posting yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it's like, probably open all the time, so you can get up at four and do your swims. Now they don't open till nine, damn it. Oh, shit. The day's half over at that point. Hey, I actually sleep in now, by the way. I wake up at five but that's because the alarm like it was weird for like whatever how many years like i'd wake up like 4 24 whatever and like on the dime be totally awake but now i'm so groggy every morning i think i'm getting old as shit well it's called you do eighty four thousand things in a day and when you sleep for like six hours that's just not enough now i got kids yeah you got kids probably yelling at you when you run in the door about all the things that they fucked up in the house or whatever yeah I'm, uh, <laughs> i have to oh man i'm doing my best but i'm trying to be stern stern but fair sounds good i'm sure they don't give you too much of a hard time they seem like great kids we met them down in yeah. george there yeah so i think uh we're about tapped out on this episode fellas good job we made it uh, yep next Here. one all right Anything left, Garrick? Nope, that's pretty much all I wanted to cover. Uh, okay, well, in-depth Tremblant, and afterwards, Jackson and Tamara are going to be going to Edmonton for the PTO race. Uh, myself, Gerald, a.k.a. Garrick, and Leslie are going to Watkins Glen Clash Endurance event. And yep. Lisa was going to go, but she's injured, unfortunately. So hopefully... She's getting coming around. We can see her racing before the end of the year. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. That's about it. Um, we started a newsletter. If anyone wants to get on that, email us. You'll get a monthly newsletter about results, uh, giveaways, uh, memes, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Newsletter's good. Get, get that into the old show notes. How can they do that? They email info at Real Tries Water, Nick at Yahoo, or this team at team at real try squad.com beauty or just go to i think it'll be on our website so you can go to real try squad.com and you can also go to subscribe there 
Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, let's roll around out. Thanks for joining in. This has been another episode of Real Triathlon Podcast. Peace. Peace. Out. I got ish to do. Flying through the sky in my parachute. Dancing on the couch like I'm Tommy Cruise. On a one-man mission trying to see it through.